Hi, I'm Joe. Well, I'm Mike. We host the Cinescape Magazine podcast and a couple of Average Joes. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, wherever your favorite podcast app is. And make sure to tell your friends and family and search for Cinescape Magazine podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 All right, let's do it. Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I am Mr. Joe Spiegel, and across from me is uh, the lazy wonderkind, Mike Sutherland. Did you say wonderkind? Yeah, wonderkind. Ooh, the, the wunderbar. Wunderkind. <laughs> Wunderbarkind. All right. You like the glow? You like the glow, uh, yeah, ladies of wrestling? All right. No, I was looking at the Spider-Man uh, Parker Brothers. Have you watched that show yet, Glow? Nope. I it was interested when it was previewed. I used to watch it when I was growing up. Yeah. Cuz there's a lot of fucking good fantasy. There's a lot of hot chicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but they all, they all had the hairstyle of of the mom from the Goldbergs though. Yeah, so what? God. There's an ugly hairstyle. There's some fucking hot hot chicks. All right. So, um anyway, this of course is our Justice League <laughs> episode. Uh we will <laughs> Let's just dive right into this fucking thing. Yep. All right. Um, I already knew I was going to give this movie a negative because... Explain yourself. What do you mean negative? I knew I was going to give a negative because... What, what do you mean negative? A negative review because even before we saw it, the trailers right there already told me that you know Zack Snyder's style still hasn't changed at all. It's... You know, it, the trailers, there was nothing exciting in those trailers for me. I mean, there right. was a couple, there was a couple little things that were cool. There was, this movie's got cool in it, but I, nothing that ever gives me the fucking, the superhero vibes. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Nothing, the, the, nothing that raises the hair in your arm. Yeah. And you know, this is fucking Batman, Superman and all the other motherfuckers. And it didn't, no, it just, it, so, so going into the movie, I didn't have any expectations. So I was, I was just hoping that. There'd be something there because I want this to be awesome, right? Like, hope you know. So anyway, we get into the movie and we watch it. And then, what was it today? Before I wrote my review for it, I took my kids to go see um, Ragnarok because they hadn't seen it yet. And the second time watching Ragnarok, I fucking liked it even more. The second time, there was, I caught so much more detail with it. And as I'm watching the movie, I the whole time I'm just like, this is so much fucking better. Than Justice League, why? In every way imaginable, the visual effects are so much more better. the The story plotting is so much better. The character interactions, the sense of humor, holy fuck! The the, the comedic timing in this fucking movie in Ragnarok is 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 just great. It, the movie, it, the musical score by um I can't remember his name right now, but it's done by the lead singer, you know, of uh of Devo. Okay, uh-huh. everything. Everything in that fuck in Ragnarok is fucking awesome. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum is better than anything in Justice League. Okay, <laughs> him and his fucking orgy ship. <laughs> so, just the whole movie, and and so and I I I had this ex, this sense of joy and this constant laughter as I'm watching Ragnarok. Right. You know, and and this is the second viewing. You know, there's some movies where that are really good the first time, and then then there's a letdown the second time. Not with not with Ragnarok. With Justice League, there's not one moment, that, and and like I'll go back to it. There are some really cool scenes in Justice League. Name one. Okay, um, Themyscira. 
when Steppenwolf comes down and he's fucking he's 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 hot on the heels of uh of uh Wonder Woman's uh you know Diana's mom uh-huh. while she has the fucking mother box right right the, the fucking, we'll get into that yeah <laughs> the Tesseract slash fucking um, Allspark right um right and however there's a reason for it I know and it's from the comic in the seventies I know um. I, I read up on mm, it because I, I didn't want to see not this not well it, it's it's a recurring theme throughout all all DC yeah. comics for not just the 70s but it, you're right the 70s on yeah so it was introduced yeah <coughs> by Kirby or something yep Jack Kirby so um ironically who also did Thor <laughs> all right well yeah let's that's see that's why he had all the, the the weird colors and shapes and yeah. everything yeah, yeah and just every the color schemes in Thor fucking amazing right um so with Justice League, yeah. Uh, look, I'll, okay, I, I, I can I can name you some cool scenes. Okay, all right. We got Themyscira. Okay, Themyscira. All that stuff with Themyscira was cool. I mean, Steppenwolf. We'll get into Steppenwolf in a little bit, but um, the resurrection of Superman, all the shit where he's fighting them and and everything, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was cool. I disagree. Um. Okay. But there's a reason. All right. Um. It, it seemed like in this movie, all the Superman stuff was better than it's been so far in this whole cinematic series. It's like, dude, this movie should have been focusing more on, on well, that's another thing to get into as well. Um, but um, what else? Oh, uh, when oh when well, that scene where Superman's fighting everybody, and then all of a sudden Flash is trying to sneak up around it behind him, and then Superman fucking turns and looks at him, and then you see the look on Flash's face. <laughs> He's like, oh shit! It was funnier than shit. It was good. I mm-hmm. I, re- I really like that. Um, what else? Uh, Oh, the the intro scene right before Themyscira, where it's playing everybody knows a, a, a cover cover version of everybody knows from Leonard Cohen by um a, a, a singer called Ingrid. Mm. I think her name is Ingrid. I really liked it because it it played out really well with like the the sadness of of the death of Superman and 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 showing um, Amy Adams, Lois Lane. You know, I thought all of that worked for me. Yeah. All right. Um, and then what else? I then the whole third act is just does not work for me at all you know it and then so i can't i can't even think of anything that, that that's worth mentioning the after credit scene but you only mentioned two scenes that worked for you were there any other scenes uh well I, yeah i told you themiscura the intro with all the superman did the death of superman stuff um the resurrection of superman uh oh the truth scene with uh, aquaman when he has the fucking truth lasso on his fucking, and he starts speaking. That the was truth. funny. That, that was that was probably the funniest part in the movie. Uh, and then I can't think of anything else. You know what I mean? I, I just I like the after credit scene. I, I thought that that little bit with Lex Luthor at the end of that was way better than anything he did in Batman v Superman because he actually seemed more like Lex Luthor in that than he did when he was doing that fucking that wacky shit. In nope, can't even stand that fucking guy. That's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm telling you, me. All right, so um, look, I I can't change who the fuck they got. You know, that's who it is, and so I'm trying to, you know, and it, that's it, what we got. <laughs> so, um, but still, it it's just what 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 in this movie worked for you? Nothing, not a damn thing. No, that's not true. Yeah, because okay. you, you said this movie is not it, it's not it's not that it's not as it's bad better as than Batman versus Superman. All right. Um, but that's not saying much. I got a differing Look, on that one. All right, seriously, what's with all the dull colors? In the trailers, even the Flash's suit is a way toned down color of red. The only bright spot is Cyborg, and he's, honestly, he's not Justice League. He's Teen Titans. Yeah. 
So you're messing with the t- with the Justice League lineup, and they did it on purpose because they're going after this whole new Fifty Two thing, and I don't like it uh-huh. because look, when you are marketing a movie, yeah, and we'll go we'll, we'll go with the Marvel stuff, yeah. What is the one thing that they've always done? Been consistent, right? Been but consistent how? True to the characters for the most part. True to the comic. Yeah. So like when you watch Iron Man. Okay, uh-huh. you can open up Iron Man number one and follow along with the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. there are of yeah, there's course like, there are some differences, modernizations of certain things, right? And stuff like that. Yeah, but you still have Tony Stark, who's an alcoholic, who gets injured, builds the Iron Man suit, heart thing, blah blah blah. It's okay, captured, blah, yeah. Right now, now are all the movies? Eh, no, but they're themed. Okay, yeah. so you have Iron Man one, Iron Man two. The Avengers, Iron Man three, Captain America: Civil War, you know, and, and things like that. And when, but when they have the origin stories of Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, yeah, they stick with pretty much the, the formula. The formula, yeah. telling the story. Okay, what ha- they haven't done here is make these superheroes in DC superheroes. There's something off. There's something wrong, and I'm going to get into that. First and foremost, the Justice League of America is Aquaman, Batman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's how it should be. And The Hawkman <clears throat> shows up later or what? He's later. Okay. Throwing, us, throwing at us a bunch of people that we don't associate with. We're in, the, all the colors are washed out. It's depressed metahuman superheroes. It's a depressing-looking film that has little fun qualities. Capes. They're well done because capes are a part of the character. Okay? But when you sit there and you see Superman f- floating, yeah, and that's cool. You see him floating there, but his his suit is a dull blue. His cape is a dull red. Batman is all grays and blacks, but that's how he's supposed yeah, to be. Gotham. I'm not, not going to worry about him. Yeah. Wonder Woman, all dull reds and blues with a dull. The the, the gold is dull. It, it, it's, it's like the difference between the original Forty ers um Co- you know costumes. <laughs> you, you know, um, no, no. And then, and then they went to the scarlet. No, it no. Did, motherfucker, it got darker. It doesn't matter. It's not dull. It's not a gray, washed out fucking tone. Oh, whatever. Wonder Woman. The costume is dull and drab. There's little color. It's not interesting. Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot is fine, but because she owns the character, and I'm yeah. fine with that. The 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 lasso of truth. Even that was a fucking washed out tone of gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyborg, who's played by Ray Fisher, who becomes a founding member in the reboot of the DC Universe. The Cyborg is part of the Teen Titans. Stop trying to reboot everything. Give us the Justice League that we want. Cyborg appears. Cyborg belongs with the Teen Titans, with occasional guest appearances. When, like, in the cartoon, you have Teen Titans versus Justice League, mm-hmm. okay? And, and and that's how that works because Nightwing is is Dick Grayson and he shows up with the Batman and, and once in a while. Yeah. When did Bruce Wayne become an emotional, whiny, crybaby blubber boy? That's in my review, dude. Batman hey. is the guy behind the scenes of the Justice League. He's not, he, he's the guy that funds the league, but he's a lone wolf. If you watched any of the yeah. cartoons, he's fucking cool. He helps when he needs help, and he's helped when he when when they want to when they can help him. You know, he will show up when when needed, but otherwise he's on his own. He's not a fan of Superman because Superman represents everything that's the opposite of Batman. Yeah, the White Knight, Black Knight thing. Bruce Wayne, when you show him, 
is a charismatic, popular, always single billionaire playboy, not a dour Debbie Downer that is going to uh, going around trying to put a team together. He never did that. That was others. Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter and Superman generally put the team together. Bruce on the outside is this massive celebrity in Gotham. He's handsome, he's funny, and he's fun loving. Yeah. With, do you want to see what you want to hear what I said about Affleck in my review? Well, let me finish. Uh, yeah, actually, whether on purpose or not, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is less confident and commanding as he was in BVS, and it doesn't help out things for the better. Still a strong. Oh, then that's it. That's all I got to say about him, dude. With he, the yeah, and, and then with Superman and his death and his return, he becomes this his this death dealer type hero, the badass of badasses, kicking in everyone's teeth. Why? He's Superman. Treat him as such. And look, I, and I'll understand that the the the, re, the, 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 the excuses that they'll use. For, for for Bruce Wayne being the way he is is because he's never had to deal with superhumans before. Yes, he has. He's no, been I, around for 20 fucking years. Yeah, but he said it himself in the movies. He's never had to deal with this shit before. No, I no, you can't do that. You can't retro fucking Batman who's been around for 20 years. I agree with you. And you can't retro Superman who's been around for 20 years. And I agree with you. I, and you I'm, can't retro Batman's fucking villains who have been around Joker. During all the shit. Penguin. Yeah. Scarecrow, uh, uh, Deadshot. Yeah, they're almost Dark Knight um, Returns-ing him. I, I know. Um, who, um, um, Solomon Grundy. <laughs> Solomon Grundy. Bane. Poison Ivy. He's never been around this before. It, it's, it's all fucking... It stinks of bullshit. Mm. Superman is supposed to be the standard in which we all strive to be. He's the fucking Boy Scout. Yeah, he actually smiles in this movie. I'm surprised. Aquaman, who's in this movie, is a long-haired, hippie-styled, no-shoe-wearing, tribal tattoo-having surfer guy. I called him a rockabilly surfer, dude. Boring. Aquaman is another rebel. How many of these do we need? I mean, he should have been just like... Did you read my fucking... When I was writing about this? Let me finish. No, I'm... Stop interrupting. Let me finish. stole this from you, fuck. Yeah, that's what I did. I said, it feels like... It feels like... I went into your laptop magically. I bet you got all my code, you fuck. He should have been just like his origin stories, the prince or king of Atlantis against what the humans were doing in this world, fighting back against them. The seas were his domain, but in Justice League, he's an uncaring exile. Flash, oh cool, another loner that becomes a superhero because of lightning. Then with the help of, of Bruce, he becomes a CSI guy. Oh, and he calls the lightning the speed force and got his powers when a bolt of lightning hits him through a small hole in a window that was caused when he threw a machine out of it. The problem with the Justice League isn't just the washout colors, the gray backgrounds, and the storyline that seems to only make sense to Zack and Joss. It's not a story that inspires. It lacks fun, it lacks creativity, and it lacks interests. The main reason these movies aren't interesting is because of the lack of color. It's all dulled down. They're, these are beings that are supposed to be bigger than life. Why not make the colors the same as well? The Mother Box, which is created by Hyman, is a sentient, miniaturized, portable supercomputer. Mother boxes can only be manufactured by being born either on New Genesis or Apocalypse, and not all of them can do it. At least one on Apocalypse had failed. Um, what you didn't see was Granny Goodness, who was also part of this whole Apocalypse uh, um setup. Okay, uh, the New Gods, Mister Miracle, in the final issue of the Amazon Attacks miniseries, it was real that Granny Goodness has been posing as Athena. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this all ties into Themyscira having been manipulating the Amazons into war. She fails, or she tells Hippolyta that it was a test which the Amazons failed. It also appears that Granny Goodness is posing as Athena in the Countdown series using Amazon senders to recruit new female fighters. She is also holding the gods of Olympus prisoner. 
Uh, after the gods are freed by Mary Marvel, Holly Robinson and Harley Quinn, Granny is attacked and killed by Infinity Man, but that's in the comics. Now, <clears throat> the reason why I brought up Granny Goodness is because because of um, the bad guy, uh, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, yeah. Okay. Steppenwolf is the son of Apocalypse. Okay. Those, when whenever he used the mother boxes, you would see these things, these round tubes. They're called boom tubes. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's how they move around. And that's how they're able to open up these portals from a, between Apocalypse and Earth and other places. Kind of like the, per, the the Bifrost from Asgard? No. From Thor? And kind of, but no. Um, kind of a boom tube. Yeah, but the, in a sense, it's it's pretty much the same idea. Um, but it was built by Kirby, so, yeah. you know, those, those ideas are going to manifest itself. But the whole point is when you have a character like Steppenwolf, who shows up and he's defeated by all these heroes way back when, and no one can figure out how to to beat him again when the Amazons and the Atlanteans and 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 the lanterns, the Lantern Corps, and the gods Zeus and Hercules and all these other gods mysteriously disappear, and now it's up to the Justice League. I don't buy it. It's, it's bad storytelling. It's weak. Yeah, it's completely weak. Yeah. And the only way to save it, this is the only way to save it, by the way, is the next movie opens up like this. Whoever, it doesn't matter. It could be Clark Kent. It could be Bruce Wayne. It could be whoever. Diana. <clears throat> and they, they, you hear them suck in their breath and you see their eyes open. Mm-hmm. And they sit up. And then you have someone sitting there someone of great importance it doesn't matter who it is at this point in time and they're in this room and they're kind of hooked up to a machine okay yeah and the person that's looking at one of the heroes says that is your future your future is war blah 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 yeah and you fucking reset the whole goddamn thing and you start it right you bobby dallas it is that what you're saying you bobby dallas it (laughs) And you start it right if you're going to do Justice League. <laughs> Ooh, then that means we get to see Jason Momoa in the shower. And what you do is you start off with Martian Manhunter being found. Uh-huh. On Mars, two guys fall into a hole. One of them walks up to this ginormous door, and they open it, and bad things start to happen. Yeah. And Mars attacks Earth. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's the funniest noise in that fucking movie. Did, did you... Did, it really tickled your ear when I yeah. did that? <laughs> no, it was just... Every time I wear headphones, my ears start to itch. Look, the rumor is that um, Joss Whedon um, lightened up... The, he's the one that lightened up the script. Oh, by how much? I don't know, but it, it still... It wasn't... A, it, 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 the lightening up of, 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 of the personalities of the characters it it helped a little bit but it but most of the time when when it was trying to be funny like the avengers it it worked for a little bit and then it didn't work anymore it just it like ran its course and it just became throwaway you know even even flash flash at first was fucking he was funny and he was interesting because of how like like you know, innocent he was about the whole thing. About like he was just in awe of everything he was seeing, right? But then after a while, that 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 got old too. It just, you know, I, I keep going back to fucking, you know, Marvel and and just seeing how well this shit's working over here. And you know, 
why the fuck can't you do this? I, even with Joss Whedon there, you know, I mean, he did a good job with the Avengers. And, and Age of Ultron is still better, even though that's not a great movie. It's still way fucking better than all the shit that but DC's again, done. again, everybody puts Joss Whedon on this pedestal, and guess what? Guess what? He's not good. I, I Look, I know you're going to keep saying that about him, but he's got some talent, man. He's not worthless, okay? The Avengers, look, he made the Avengers a good movie. The Avengers is fucking awesome, all right? The first Avengers? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, you know, Joss Whedon, he's he's good. He's I wouldn't go so far as to say great, but he's good. So you bring him over here, and it's still not enough. It, it's it, it's not enough. I'm not, look, he just has a giant head. <laughs> okay. Joint heed. Look, um, he he co-wrote pick he co-wrote Toy Story. I don't know how much he directed the Firefly film continuation Serenity. Yeah, he created the original Buffy movie too. Right, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Buffy the movie, which is a great. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Do you know um, that he hated uh, Donald Sutherland? Agents of Shield. Well, we probably won't get along then. <laughs> uh, Agents of Shield. I'm I'm not a big fan of because it's it's getting to that point where Agents of Shield is becoming boring. I have, uh, I, I don't give a shit about Agents of Shield. I don't think I've given a shit about Agents of Shield since season two. So, I'm I'm not saying no, no. Halfway through season three, there we go. I'm not saying that he sucks. What I'm saying is that everybody puts him on this pedestal. Everybody puts him on this George Lucas style pedestal, and you can't. Whedon was an uncredited writer on films including The Getaway, Speed, Waterworld, and Twister. Put that in put 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 that in your brain, okay. X-Men, on which Whedon worked on an early draft, contained at least two dialogue exchanges, while the final cut of Speed left in most of his dialogue. Can, um, I, can I state something for the record? Alien Resurrection and an early draft for Atlantis, The Lost Empire. I love Titan Speed. 80. I love Waterworld. And I love Twister. Yeah, most people don't. No, most people do. That's why they made a bunch of money. Yeah, because Twister was so good. Twister made a shit ton of money. And Waterworld was so good. Waterworld still made a bunch of money just because it, it cost it doesn't, so good. Money doesn't mean that it's successful. You said it yourself. In the past, you said, oh, if a movie makes a bunch of money, then it's successful. Oh, no, I haven't. What I said was, and you're taking me out of context, I've never said, if, I'm, if I'm, I said, I've said, when we're looking at, I said, it, it's, it's successful if, if it's made money. You said no good movie has ever failed... That's what you've said before. No good movie has ever failed with with box office. No good movie has ever failed? Yeah, you've said that. Yes. If the movie was good, it would have made more money. You've said that. I have said that. Yes, I have. There are plenty of good movies that didn't make any money in the theaters. Yeah, there are plenty. But what I'm saying is that just because it makes money doesn't make it good. I know. And those three movies, Speed is not a good movie. You don't it, like It's just Speed? a fun movie, but it's not good. No. Here, I, I, I'll give you I, I'll, I'll give you a quick lesson in good. Oh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna educate me on fucking movies. I'm going to educate I, on you my on opinion movies. of movies. Yeah, I'm going to educate you because I got educated real quick and my taste as well. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, my grandmother was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, this again. And my grandmother, who is 90 years old, after we were watching the movie, and I and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, said, "What's the point of that movie?" And I went, "What?" She goes. There's nothing to it. There's no substance to the movie. I went, well, what do you mean? And I was, I was going to get into this dialogue, and I, I, but I asked her, what do you mean? Tell me. Because I wanted to know. I wanted to know her perspective. Her perspective. And she goes, go look at all the old movies. Go look at all the movies from the 20s and the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. And when I grew up, in the 60s and the 70s, before the dark times, 
before the Empire. Mm-hmm. And tell me, I want you to tell me what the difference is between this movie and those movies. Uh, and I thought about it for a second. I went, she's absolutely right. Every movie that comes out, there, there, is, there is no fucking substance to these movies. Thor has no substance. It's all glamour and glitz. We love it because it's fun. And that's fine. That's, that's what we want because we live in this generation of instant gratification. Can you honestly tell me that the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy where his mother's dying in the hospital, that has no fucking substance that to has, it? N- none of these movies have substance to it. That's not substance to you because your grandma said so? Again. N- no offense to your grandma, but... I mean, you're not listening to the overall. Your grandma made a blanket statement about Yeah, she made a blanket statement. And if you watch every single fucking movie that's come out from Marvel with the exception of a scene, okay, so what? A scene. Oh, his mom dies. So that that refutes my entire argument where every fucking movie that's come out since No, I'm giving you an whatever. example. I'll give you an example. But that's one example out of a million films that have been released in the last 20 years. So for me to have a dog in this fucking argument, I have to fucking give you something out of every fucking movie? No. Kiss my ass. I'm not going to do that. No, because you can't. You can't tell me seriously. Like Mr. Brooks. I watched Mr. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me that that movie has any substance whatsoever I to it? I've seen it in a while, but uh, the stuff between him and his daughter, the relationship uh, between him and his daughter. No, that, that that stuff ended up to be about 10 minutes worth of stuff. And it was actually more interesting to, to watch, and they didn't do anything with it. But I'll get into that. It's not a bad movie. Again, I'm not saying these movies suck. What I'm saying is that there's no substance to the movie because they don't care about substance. There's no substance to Star Wars. There's no substance to... Like, Empire Strikes Back. The substance in Empire Strikes Back was one scene. I'm your father. There's no substance to Jedi. There's no substance to The Force Awakens. It's all glamour and glitz and big explosions and teddy bears. Okay. Don't interrupt me when I fucking say this. But you interrupt me all the time. (coughs) The You truly think that there is no substance in the way that the Star Wars, the original trilogy, shows the... Explain explains the fall of Darth Vader of of Anakin. No, the fall there, of Anakin. There is no real substance to it, and the fact that he redeems himself no, in, the, in the third film. Put it up against the Godfather. Okay, I just said put it up against the Godfather. Okay, tell me. Okay, uh, the difference between those two movies for me is one is just all acting and dialogue, and then the other one is acting, dialogue, and action, fun. No. You're getting over analytical, dude. I'm not getting really over analytical. There, these movies are garbage. They're garbage time because we love and we love them. And you're telling me that these movies that are coming out now, with few exceptions, Get Out has a lot of substance in it. Okay, I'm not saying every movie. The Get Out, Ex Machina, uh, the Quentin Tarantino stuff. Okay. Well, I know, but you did make the blanket statement, and now you're you're kind of going back. Well, on I'm not that. going back on anything. You said nothing. Now you said nothing. Okay, whatever. Don't overanalyze it. When you have movies that actually have substance, they're good. When you have movies that don't have substance, some are good, and some are shit. And I've said that. I've been I've been saying this since the whole start of the thing. We love these movies, with few exceptions. But to tell me that I'm wrong that these movies have no substance. Every fucking movie that's been released since the dawning of the blockbuster, every fucking blockbuster movie has no substance. No substance. There's no substance in Top Gun? No. 
You it's, kidding me? The Death of Goose? <laughs> there is no substance in any of these movies, Joe. The Death of Goose? No, it doesn't hit you it doesn't hit you like it does. These movies are designed specifically to to do one thing, and that's to pull somebody into a movie. Top Gun was look, I love fuck, fucking Top Gun. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit it. I love the I love the planes, I love the flying. The storyline is garbage. You don't think there was it's any garbage. Sub- you didn't think there was any substance in the scene where Tom Cruise goes to Tom Skerritt's home and they have the long discussion about Mm-mm. his father. Nope. There's no substance in that to you. No, and I'll tell you why. Because the guys the guys that did Hot Shots yeah. fucking tore that entire movie apart. You can make fun of anything. I don't I know, but you can't make you can make fun of everything, but it's never it's it's not always good. They've made fun of fucking Citizen Kane. I mean, it I know, but they made fun of Citizen Kane in a shitty fucking parody movie. I'm talking about a good parody movie like Airplane where they actually took they actually took all those serious scenes yeah. and basically said this is what you're watching. You're you're watching you're watching movie writers that think that this it this it is going to bring the feels. Look, I I'm I there's to a degree that I will agree with you on <coughs> the substance of films, the lack of substance in films nowadays, especially like if you if you even com- compare them to the 80s, you know, like with Spielberg and all of the stuff that he's done. Um Poltergeist. I, I know, Poltergeist is a great example. I know. Poltergeist is my in my top 10 favorite films of all time. One of my top 10 as well. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is as fucking corny as that movie is. Okay? Uh-huh. Pee-wee Herman's character there's more substance in Pee Wee Herman's character dying than there is Killing in all of Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. and fucking this one, Justice League. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm generally what I'm saying in that blanket statement is most of these fucking superhero movies. Okay. These superhero actiony movies. Just I, I this is what I want from you for for this. I just want you to see this the way I'm trying to explain it. I'm not going to say it the way you're trying to. Well, explain I'm going to say it anyway. Your your okay. Your grandma gave you her perspective on things. Yeah, this is a ninety year old with a lot of experience from, from when she grew up, and and that's how she saw it. Just like my grandma, <laughs> she grew up and and there's she didn't like cussing in movies, and she didn't like you know sex in movies, and and a bunch of other things. Right. Well, we didn't grow up in that time. We grew up in a, number, a time where more things are more open and ex- accepted. Okay, and so they're not as offensive to us as they were to the to the previous generations. Okay, so as comic book fans and stuff like that, we have a different perspective on those things. Okay, old people don't. Old people don't know shit when it comes to that. Absolutely wrong. You can't say that. When that's 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 the same thing as me blanket statement when, when with the no substance thing. When you see old people don't know shit. When, I'm talking about certain things that they don't care about because they wasn't in the time that they grew up in. It doesn't matter where they grew up in. It, it, it wasn't mainstream like it, it is now. It doesn't matter. That shit don't matter. Jack Kirby, who is who who has died, who created these things back in the forties and the fifties and yeah. the sixties. You're telling me that if he were still alive today, his opinion wouldn't matter if he said the same exact thing. That these movies are nothing but garbage. If he made the, for lack of a better term, blanket statement that he he says that every fucking one of them, yeah, then he's full of shit. Why would he be full of shit? Because his perspective the creator of all of these fucking things because his perspective is from a time that is not from my time no you're wrong his perspective is of now not from 
fucking 40 years ago. He's looking at it from a perspective of from when he grew up. No, he's not. That's part of his personality. That- no. Most people don't look at it from a perspective on when they're growing up. If you do, then there's something wrong. Dude, my, we have like 80s fucking personalities when it comes to perspectives about things. Right, man. but I, I'm not looking at Justice League through the perspective of a 12-year-old. I'm looking at Justice League from the perspective of a 46-year-old that says this is fucking garbage. I'm looking at Thor from the perspective of a 46-year-old present day that says, I love the movie. Why do I love the movie? Well, let me tell you why I love the movie. Look at all the fucking colors and the brilliance and, and, and the funny. There's no substance to it. As someone who knows way more about the comic books than I do, being you, and 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 the and the the art of making comic books and everything, uh-huh. when I see the effort, and me knowing less than you know about this shit, me seeing the effort that Marvel has done with a lot of their films by 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 honoring the source material and things like that, I see substance in that. There, but I'm it's sorry not. that you don't, but I do. But that's not substance. That's substance to me. Okay, it's dude. There's no meat to these movies. Why? There, there's there's no real fucking. If you took out all the dialogue of the movies mm-hmm. and watched them, you would just you would be just as entertained, especially with the Marvel stuff. Why? Because you can take the comic, open up the comic, and follow along with the comic in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? No substance. There's no substance in the comics. There's no substance in these movies. And and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. They want to make it easy so that you can jump in at any point in these movies and watch the movies. Like, you can pick up Iron Man 1, right? You can pick up the Avengers, the original, the, the first movie Avengers. You can pick up Captain America. You can pick up Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. You can pick up any one of those movies. The beginning, it doesn't matter. You can pick up any movie, literally. And throw it in and be entertained. You can put it on mute and watch all the brilliant explosions and whatever else and not listen to a line of dialogue and go, wow, that's fucking cool because they do it right. Do you know how I can find substance in these movies? I'll give you an example of Ragnarok, okay? Two things. The relationship between Loki and Thor is relatable. Mm. That that gives me that gives substance to me, and also the events where he's dealing with Odin, his father, and saying goodbye to him and all that stuff. Those scenes are relatable, mm. and they have substance because of it. Sure, I don't, there, sure I don't there's think a so. joke here and there's a joke there, but it is it has substance to me. Okay, is it is it Godfather substance? No, no. But it's a different kind of substance. Mm. Okay, I I, I, I Look, disagree. As me as a, as someone who loves movies a different way than you love movies, I can I can do that. I can see substance in things that you're not seeing it. In. I see it. I, I see it just as well as you do, Joe. You just said there's no substance where I say I see substance. Right. I see it just as well as you do. But you just said it's not substance to you. That's right. It's not to me. It is. But it's in. Can you comprehend not. that? Can you comprehend that? I I see substance there. No, I can't. You know why? Because I'm wrong. No, <laughs> because it's bullshit. See, that's just that's the same thing as saying I'm wrong. No, I never said you were wrong. I didn't say your idea was bullshit. So you think I'm just deluded? No, I didn't say you. Okay. It's bullshit. It's designed. They couldn't do this in the '80s because they didn't have a fucking firm grip on their on their viewers. They couldn't do this in the 90s because they didn't have a firm grip on their viewers. They know everything about you, Joe. They know everything about me. I'm the odd duck. So they throw out all of my fucking, my weirdness, okay? They go after you. You being 
the average Joe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what they know about you is your buying habits, your spending habits, not just buying, but spending, your movie going habits, your Netflix habits, every website that you've ever visited in the history of your life, every ad that you've ever watched, every ad that you've ever clicked on from, from the advent of metrics being measured You're, You just say the algorithm ago. of life. How yeah. about that? Well, no, it's not. Now it's the algorithm of life. They know everything about you. They know everything about me, okay? They know that I'm very selective in what I watch and what games I play and what I do, okay? They know that you like pretty much everything Well, because you're, 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 you like every movie. I mean, movies and video games and stuff like that. You like you like it. It doesn't matter if you have it, but you like it because it appeals to you in some form or other. So most of the time, I try to find something redeemable in, in everything I see. Right, but what but what I'm saying is is that it doesn't matter. They could they could throw a fucking blitzkrieg at you of all these images, right? And and your eyes are going to to land on the ones that are more appealing to you, mm-hmm. okay? And and this is what I'm getting at with the substance stuff, okay? It doesn't matter if it has substance, and this is why I didn't get to finish. Substance <coughs> doesn't necessarily make it good. You don't need substance for everything. <coughs> you do need substance for, like there, there's movies out there that Joe and I argued about where he's like, I want more backstory, and I said, I this movie didn't need you more backstory, <coughs> yeah. right? And there are movies where, We've both argued that, where it needed more backstory, but not more backstory. Yeah. Or it needed more backstory, but we got nothing. And we're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Right? Um, Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> who's coming out with this, he has this movie out called The Room. If Tommy Wiseau. anyone out there has watched this movie, and you can actually sit there and <laughs> seriously tell me that there's substance to this movie, come on the show. or send a, Or send a message or something, because... This guy, this guy is the epitome of bullshit movies. I found, I found a little. Yeah, fuck you. Of course little, you did. A little teeny, teeny, teeny. Yeah, there's nothing there. Piece of smidgen of 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 substance in the room. There's nothing there. The only thing that is redeemable in that entire fucking film, the besides, credits, <laughs> the end credit, is <laughs> Tommy Wiseau's character. His character, not not his acting, but his fucking character. There is this trusting innocence to his character and while he's getting fucked over by a shitty girlfriend and his best friend um there's you you he actually makes you feel sorry for him during scenes and i don't mean sorry for him that he's a shitty actor i mean sorry for what he's going through without knowing what he's going through you know that that's the only little teeny teeny piece of substance that fucking movie has at all nope dude no you can't I, I'm not going to dispute you on what, the way you think about something if that's the way you think about it, man. It, it, it's just, no, it, that's, that that guy is a fucking marketer's dream. Um, <laughs> yoga hosers, mm-hmm. Tusk, you know movies that I I liked Yoga Hosers to a point. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. It, it that had it has some redeemable quality to it. Some, but it doesn't. Look, I've seen way worse, dude. Look. I know I'm the average Joe, but in a way I'm not the average Joe because there's some things I don't fucking fall for. I don't fall for Transformers anymore. 
Okay. The only reason why we still go see them is because we thought it would be fun to make fun of them. Okay. But now it's become a chore to fucking watch. Them, yeah, the, right? that shit just we okay. can't do it anymore. There, look, uh, teenage I know Ninja that Turtles. Look, the, the the standard demographic is is the brainless simpletons that just keep on shelling out money to see whatever fucking crap that's made in Hollywood. No, nope. okay? no, it, it is no because most, most people don't, don't don't isn't the average moviegoers they just fucking go and see shit. Nope, that is not their demographic. Twelve to eighteen year olds, that's their demographic. Okay, parents have money. Kids want parents to spend money. That's who they target. Okay, and you notice that all this yeah, money gets spent on a lot. And that's uh, why I say uh, there's no fucking substance. And yeah, and a lot of those things don't have substance. You, you are correct. But there's still plenty of things out there that have some substance or, or more Yeah, than I've just named some. two of the movies. Of, I've, I've named four of the movies that we've seen in the past couple of years off the top of my head. Yeah. Look, you The Cabin think, in the Woods. You didn't think there was no substance in The Accountant? No. None at no. all. The relationship between Bernthal and, and Affleck? Mm. Nothing? As brothers? No, no. That, that, it was good, but there's there's nothing there that... Damn, I... There's nothing there that was interesting. I, dude, I... Did. It's you not that new. Movie. You really liked that movie. We even had... It doesn't matter if I like the movie, you, Joe. Look, we, we had plot Liking the movie and saying there's no substance are two completely separate things. I'm not saying that the movie's the fucking accountant's shit. There's just no substance. There's nothing new. There's nothing interesting. It's all rehashed bullshit. Oh, you're my brother. Oh, oh don't like each other. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Th- that doesn't mean anything. The human condition can only go so far, dude. I, what do you want? I understand that, but there's ways to fucking write it without it being dumb. We specifically talked about this on the show when we did a review for that movie, and you liked it. So I'm the not brother. allowed to have my opinion a little bit changed by the fact that after seeing Bernthal in The Punisher... Or as the Punisher in Daredevil, where he has to deal with his family's death, and they deal with it in a way that is not just traumatic. But post-traumatic, yeah. But makes sense to the character, where they've done this a million times before in a ton of other shows, made it a, a bit different and a lot more interesting than the bullshit stories that we get in movies that are two hours long. Do you see where I'm getting at with this? When you have good writers... And they want to produce something, and this is this goes right to the Justice League. This goes right to the heart of Justice League. When you have good writers, and they want to provide you with good information, they will do it in a way that makes it good. Daredevil, the the, the miniseries Daredevil, Stranger Things. You want to talk about substance? That fucking show. And I'm on season two, and season two is not as good as season one. To me, I like season two better than season one. It's not as good, and, and there's. I'm re- in the minority with that, but I that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's a reason for that, because when you watch Stranger Things, everything's built up. Yeah, everything on season one is built up, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is really good, and uh, and I got pulled in emotionally on that fucking show. Yeah. Okay. Season two, I'm not as emotionally pulled in, and there's, it's because of a couple of things. By the time you get near the end, it's going to pay off. But I already know what's going to happen. That's fine. It's fine. You know what's going to happen, but when- but there's no there's no payoff. They didn't answer the question at the end of the series. You didn't know that. What question are you talking about? They didn't answer the question at the end of the series. I can't. I don't want to give it away. Well, I I don't know. I don't know what you mean by question. I I, I- there's a question at the beginning of the series. Oh, it's very very obvious. I um, let me see here. Why am I? I- 
I've seen the first season twice too. I no, I'm talking about the second season. Second season, I've seen once. Um, they didn't answer the question at the end of the second season, and the question is, okay, I'm miming to Joe. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the question. Okay. Do you understand? They kind of answered the question. No, they never did. Because they show it in the upside down. But they didn't. The series is not resolved. Yeah. No. No. Because they on they're, purpose. Yeah, they're gonna go like five seasons. Right. But the 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 thing in the upside down. Yeah. Is not answered. Yeah, because it's still got more work to do. Yeah, that whole the that thing, whatever that thing is, <laughs> Cthulhu. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I call it um, uh, Shub Niggurath. That's what it is, mm. or Yog Sothoth. But that now we've just named like three more three more TV shows. Oh yeah, you haven't finished the second season anyway. Yes, I haven't. Um, but Daredevil season two not as strong as season one. Then you have Jessica Jones season one's not bad. You have Iron Fist, and not good. No, Iron Fist was just as bad as... Well, no, I mean, I'm sorry. Defenders was just as bad as Iron Fist. Yeah, and then you, that's the other thing, the Defenders. Because now they're pushing out way too much. Yeah, they spread themselves thin. And then you have the Inhumans, which is not getting anywhere. I'm not even going to watch it. I've never even seen it. I don't yeah. care. But It looks stupid. Do you see where I'm getting at? Yeah. You start to get these these things where you have really good stuff. And like I said, that was a blanket statement of Like Legion. Substance. Legion's really fucking good. Yeah. Again, substance. But that's a TV show. We're talking about movies. But again, we can, we can relate it. Well, you're having movie writers starting to do TV writing now, and they're doing a really good fucking job. In some cases. Yeah. Well, not always. I know there's always exceptions. but Game of Thrones. Yeah. Not all of Game of Thrones is, is good. But there are some just outstanding parts. Mm-hmm. And that makes up for the overall for the not good. Ash versus Evil Dead, that's all just fucking garbage. It's it's fun. You know, it's there's no it's exposition. Yeah, it's not supposed to be there's no supposed to be any substance no. there. But that's the point. Same with Stan versus Evil. Yeah. Or Stan against Evil. You know? It's those series are designed to be fun. And that's what I mean by the substance thing. The the superhero stuff is not supposed to have substance in it. It's just designed to be fun. And that was my argument against my grandmother, which is they're not designed for that. They're designed for us to enjoy it. They're designed for us to be taken away from our shitty reality, you know? Yeah, I understand that they're, they can be designed that way, and that's, that's normally what they are. But there's certain exceptions to that rule. I mean, if you go to the Dark Knight trilogy, especially the Dark Knight with Joker, there's substance in that fucking movie. Eh, I don't... The death of uh, of Rachel... Mm. Okay, the 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 fall of Harvey Dent, you know. See, and, and I don't I don't find the death of Rachel doesn't it it didn't I mean it was interesting and it was compelling, mm-hmm. but it's not you know it, it's it comes down to the same same old same old you can only choose one who are you gonna choose blah blah blah. I was like, and then he did the I switcheroo, fucking, and then he did the switcheroo on him so because he knew who Batman would try to save. And so he wanted Harvey Dent to be saved. That's who Joker wanted because Joker had. I plans fucking for completely Dent. rolled my eyes at that whole thing with the Joker because again that that's weak third act writing. That's weak to you. It's completely weak. You can only save one. Well, that's a Joker thing to do. Mm, no, especially burning piles of money. That's not the Joker way of doing things. I I respect it. I'm not saying you don't I, like you don't like the anarchy approach. No, that was fine. That's Joker. That's Joker 100%. But Joker is a, is a guy that wants money so that he can further his anarchy. Mm-hmm. Money is the king of chaos. Yeah. So 
him burning those stacks of money, that that didn't make any sense to me. 100% did not make any sense because he uses that to buy all of these little fucking gadgets or to spend or, or to or to get I have a theory these on that. guys to do his bidding and foster chaos throughout the entire city. I have a theory on that. Okay. My theory is that he didn't really burn all of that money. I think he just burned a big chunk of it to fuck with all the criminals of Gotham just to fucking show that he's the top. Yeah, but that's not the Joker way. Joker is fucking ruthlessly violent. Ruthlessly. Well, he did feed that one guy to his dog. Yeah, but he's not a money burner. He doesn't literally burn money. He's not that type of guy. He's 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 a he's a bad punster and will kill you when when Poor we saw that. Words. Will kill you at the drop of a fucking hat. Mm-hmm. If he feels that you're sliding him in the in the, in any way, you know, and and he does it in these creative, disturbingly creative ways. Oh, let me pencil you in. <laughs> his fucking lapel, his 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 flower lapel, yeah. lapel flower. Yeah, where it's acid. I ha- have a little whiff of my posy. He will. He just or his gun or his dogs or his cane or or whatever. Joker is a showman first and foremost. Yeah. He that's how that's his character. But he's so fucking insane that there's only one thing that he likes and that's fucking with Batman. And the only way to get to Batman is with money because he knows Batman is either sponsored by some wealthy guy or he knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne and won't tell anybody because he wants to keep keep the game going. He wants exactly. Yeah, I know. Now that's that's the only way that you can move around and enrich society with the fucking you money. Complete me. Yeah. yeah. But again, with the with the substance thing, most of these movies, and specifically this fucking movie, <laughs> and Batman versus Superman, have very little to no substance. I this movie has on the substance range, the only substance I could even think of seeing is a little bit of the Martha Kent thing, you know, uh, it, it, it and 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 Lois Lane. No, and no, because it just, because it was all fucking. Look, she has to move out because Clark dies. I no, I, no, I thought that was weak. I, I'm talking about the actual the relationship. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but okay, I'll give that one to you. It, it, you know, and it was. It, I I disagree, but you know, I'll give it along with you. And then the whole Bruce buying the bank to save look, the farm. Yeah, th- look, th- this whole fucking movie is shoulda, shoulda, coulda. It, it's you don't kill fucking Superman off before this shit happened, before the Justice Justice League exists. Right. Okay. You have to establish Superman in this world for a long time first, so that he is the the god in front of everyone's eyes, right? And that he's the most beloved superhero ever. And, you know, the the beacon of hope for Metropolis, let alone the whole entire world. Right. You know, and they fucking kill him in Batman v Superman because they're trying to, they were trying to do, you know, cram all that shit into one fucking movie. And then, and then, it, it, dude, what the fuck happened? He, it, they did the thing that they did at the end of the Dark Knight Returns, which is instead of it being Batman who was buried, supposedly, and you hear his heart, and, and Superman hears his, his heartbeat, right. instead they switched it, and they purposely had it where Bruce heard Superman's fucking heartbeat at the end of BVS. Right. But yet, we go into this fucking movie, and where is it at? 
No, they don't mention anything about hearing a fucking heartbeat. Nothing about, oh, he, he might just be slowly resurrecting over time or anything. Or even trying to implement the, the four Supermen, right? You're from the comic book, you know, when they brought Superman back, right? Um, well, in, in, in the book, The Death of Superman, yeah. he doesn't die. His energy is so drained that he has to recover. Yeah, but... It, it, but they put him in a tomb and he can't recover. Yeah, so... And in this one, they just grab his body and then they fucking, they, 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 you know, and look, I, I, it's cool that they implemented a lot of, uh, they used, you know, sets and stuff from, from, from BVS and Man of Steel. That was cool. But it, it's like, why didn't they acknowledge the fact that, that, that his heart was beating already, you know, that he's still alive. They didn't. Instead, yeah. he was just, we fully resurrect him in this movie. It, it's like, they don't even give a shit about what they've already fucking done. They're just, oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Guess what? All the shit that you guys are fucking trying over there is not working. And it seems to me the only fans of these fucking movies are the, are the hardcore fanboys that refuse to think negatively about these films. I don't either even, the, either uh, they're how, fucking blind. How the fuck can you be a hardcore fanboy of Batman Batman and Superman and DC when it's nothing but gray drab fucking Look, I I have World's Finest uh, part 1 playing right mm-hmm. now for Joe just so that I could show him yeah. the difference between Superman and and Metropolis. Look, there's a difference between. Look at this. Look at look at how fucking yeah. brilliant and bright and colorful. Yeah, there's a difference between fanatics and fans. Mm. Okay, the, the the I'm talking about the fucking fanatics who refuse to think of anything negatively about these movies. Like, oh well, they're finally making a, a Justice League movie. They're finally making a Batman v Superman movie, so um, they can do no wrong. Well, they're fucking doing wrong, and they keep doing wrong. Okay. And I'll, I'll go back to this a million times. Wonder Woman is not as fucking great as everyone blows it up to be, okay? With your trendy, um, you know, oh, I don't want to look like a misogynist fucking shit, okay? Guess what? You can critique Wonder Woman without looking like a misogynist, all right? Without being called sexist. Wonder Woman is a good superhero movie. It is not a fucking great superhero movie, all right? But compared to what else in this DC Extended Universe they've done, Wonder Woman looks fucking great because of that, in contrast to it, okay? But otherwise, stop blowing it up to be more than it is because it's fucking not, all right? And, you know, look, Wonder Woman can only do so goddamn much, but if you notice, all the Wonder Woman shit is always fucking good so far, you know? Um, The whole beginning with Themyscira in this movie was good. Um, When she's fighting the bank robbers in the movie, that was fucking good. You know, all all the action scenes, you know? Uh, that quote that quote that she uses where she says I'm surrounded by a bunch of little kids or, or children right in the movie they're like dude it, it, that makes perfect sense she's the only fucking mature character in this and everyone else is just fucking off you know with their stupid bullshit that they keep having going on with Aquaman and and, 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 and Cyborg and, and Bruce Wayne not knowing what the fuck he's doing it, it's just this movie's lazy it's fucking lazy writing all right. Even the visual effects in this movie are fucking lazy. There, this this constant red hue, and 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 shit growing through the fucking ground and and. No, there was a. Yeah, you know, the crystals, the crystal fucking vine things that were growing through the ground in Russia, you know, during the end battle, and 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 it just it, it, ugh, it just fucking felt lazy. I didn't get any joy out of out of all the Lord of the Rings ripoffs that were in that movie. Okay, like when fucking uh. Uh, Aquaman 
um, smashes through that building and he slides off and he jumps. That was straight up Legolas off of the fucking elephant in um, Return of the King, you know. Uh, and what else? All that all this shit was Steppenwolf at the beginning of the when the movie, when the movie started when he went into Themyscira and and it, when he had the box and it just that was straight up Lord of the Rings and, and Avengers with the Tesseract and stuff, you know. Look, I want. I want more um, DC DC slash Warner Brothers to emulate the formula of the successful formula of what Marvel's doing, but instead they're instead of them doing similarities the proper way, it seems like they're just copying things and pasting, and they're and they're and guess what? Something's lost in the translation when they're doing it because it's not fucking working. You know, it's not. It didn't work with Batman v Superman. It didn't work with this, and it's just. I, my personal opinion, they should fucking just shit can this whole goddamn thing and start all over again. That's what I said. Start all over again. Because these movies... This, this this is what the movie should have been. This is how the fucking movie should have started. Mars, the Mariner Valley. And you see the, the, the lunar lander right there and the little fucking flag. And you have the two scientists. Yeah. So just, it's, it's amazing how much... Their animation, the animation is better than the actual films. Well, there's a reason for that. You have Bruce Tim that oversees all the animation, and Bruce Tim, who is this hardcore guy, the fanatic, if you want to call it, yeah, who knows everything about everything about the DC universe, is really not involved in any of this. They keep making these wrong decisions. Yeah. Like, if if you want if you want to be successful in this shit, if you want to make movies that are going to rival that of Marvel, then you need to put Bruce Timm as the as the creative guy. You need to make Bruce Timm the Kevin Feige. Yeah. Right? Because if you don't, well, guess what? You get this. Yeah. Bruce Timm is the guy that absolutely, he shit on the idea of Brainiac being the, uh, the, 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 the one responsible for Krypton exploding. Yeah. Okay? He's like, no, that's not how it happened. This is, and we have to do this, and we have to do this, and we have to do it. We have to do it this way because it's the right way. And they said, here's the argument against that. What if Brainiac actually was the the power behind blowing up Krypton? What if all this happened because of Brainiac? And he went, no, you can't do that. Brainiac wasn't part of Krypton. You, it, it, it became unstable because they were mining and this and that. And they said, well, what if we mixed it together? What if they created Brainiac to help automate all this mining process, to help this entire process, and it became sentient? Mm -hmm. And he went, no. (laughs) And then he went home and he thought about about it. And he came back and he goes, you know what? Let's try it. You know, I'm, I'm a stickler for fucking being a purist, and that's how it is, but let's try it and see what works. They wrote the script, and he read the script, and he went, I fucking love this. Let's do it. And that's how that all that's that's how it all came about with the Superman stuff. They did change some things, but he's a purist. If you look at the Batman animated document that's out there, he's a purist. He fucking went through an entire thing and said, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. This is what we can do. This is what we're not going to do. And if we continue to do the, the Bruce Wayne origin stuff, it's never going to work. You can hint at it. You can show flashbacks, but we're not going to we're not going to start off the series with a Bruce Wayne fucking you know how he become Batman. Mm-hmm. 
and that's that's how he set off with the Batman stuff. With the Justice League, in fact, I'm sitting here and we have the Secret Origins up. Justice League should have been Secret Origins. And you have Martian Manhunter being rescued by Superman and Batman and, and whoever else to form the Justice League, which is being funded by Wayne Enterprises. And as the, as the series goes on, they actually take the satellite offline because it's become too too detrimental for humans to deal with. It's it there's problems. It got hacked by Lex Luthor and it it started it started like randomly shooting lasers down into earth uh-huh. and causing massive destruction. And they're like, "Look, you're superheroes. You're you know, apparently you're fucking unlimited wealthy." And now you, you guys are the the guardians of the earth, the, the earth's police force, and now you're destroying everything. And Lex Luthor's obviously making himself look better, and we don't like that. And then the government gets involved, and they shut down the fucking satellite, the the Justice League satellite, and that starts off a whole new arc. But everything leads right up to that. Everything in the Justice League series leads up to the fact that these overpowered beings are making decisions for humans that they shouldn't be. And that's when you get um, uh, CCH Pounder played her in in um, Suicide Squad and... Uh, oh, you're thinking of Viola Davis and Suicide Squad. She played... Um, she played... Um, oh, my God. I thought she was played by CCH Pounder. Amanda Waller. Yeah. Yeah. So she becomes a government liaison... And is the one that is directly responsible for the the basically dismantling the Justice League, mm-hmm. you know. And and Bruce has a fucking history with her, and they do all this stuff. He does all this stuff outside the law, yeah, and against her. But you know, to teach her lessons and whatnot. But she ultimately comes around. Yeah, that what that's what makes these series great. And if you want to make these series great, then what you do is. Restart it. You got to restart it. You're gonna have to because, um, you know, my skirt's not getting blown up yeah. at all. And it, <laughs> and we've talked a lot about this movie, so you know. And look, look. Let me go through my list of, of negatives real quick. Um, the 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 villain Steppenwolf, fucking lame, dude. He has he he's he's a cardboard cutout villain. There's nothing special about him whatsoever. He just has fucking shitty dialogue. Nothing yeah. special. Ha ha! He can beat you up. Ha ha! Yeah, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Why don't you grow a mustache and start twirling it? You yeah. piece of shit. Snidely right? whiplash. You know. And I'll get you. The, the 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 the. Okay, look. We see all these movies, and we we all we always know when we're watching something whether it's being filmed in front of a green screen. Right. We all know, but in this movie, it's like obvious green screen almost the whole fucking time, man. Especially during that third act in Russia, it's. It's just like I, I can't get into it because it's obvious green screen. It's just bad. It's bad green screen for me. And uh, another um, another thing. So we does the, the 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 cover thing that we don't like. Cover song thing. Look, the the everybody knows thing worked for me at the beginning, but at the during the end credits with come together, it was fucking horrible. Oh yeah, and then using those songs. There's the other thing that really fucking gets me is every time. Every time one of these hipster movies comes out, I guess I'll just call it that. Uh-huh. Like, was it Need for Speed or Getaway or, or whatever? Point Break or whatever the fuck, eh? And they and and, and it started with Godzilla. Uh-huh. It started with Godzilla. It probably started before that, but it started with Godzilla, at least from what I saw. 
when they started remaking David Bowie's Heroes. They even did that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. That and then, you're, you're talking about Gyno. I, I thought you were talking about the 2014. Or first. No, no, no. Yeah, Gyno. The, in yeah, the Wallflowers. The Wallflowers did the remake. Yeah, yeah. so we, we have we have that that song, Heroes. Jacob Dylan. We have um, Nirvana, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. I know that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then we had, um, uh, well, we got the, the Beatles stuff. Mm-hmm. We have the Rolling Stones. Um, was it painted black or whatever? There was, it was. Meta- I think, some Metallica too. Yeah, there may be a Metallica song in there. But all, all these artists, where they these these creative types in air quotes, <laughs> come in and say, you know, what would be really great is if we got someone to do like an acoustical version of that song, or an acapella version of that song, or anything but that song. Yeah, in a different version of that song, but not that song, like. Look, I'm a music guy. Oh. I'm a huge fucking music fan. You know what would have made the Hitman's Bodyguard even better? Is if they had used battery or disposable heroes during the, the action scene where Samuel L. Jackson is driving his car. Yeah. And I'm going to actually take that scene. I'm going to fucking grab that movie. Uh. And I take that scene, and I'm going to put in that fucking song, Battery. Instead of Bama Lamb? Instead of, yeah, Ram Jam. <laughs> Ram Jam Bam a Lamb. And just to show you guys the difference between what a fucking great song will do for a scene. And a safe cliche and, song. And a safe cliche song. It's, it's like like um, Back in Black. Yeah. They use Back in Black for everything. Yeah. They use Back in Black for fucking Walmart. The last time Back in Black was used, it should have been the last time, which was the final time, I mean, which was Iron Man 2. No, they used Back in Black in a fucking commercial for like... Um, like like Dick's 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 meats or whatever it is. <laughs> Dick meats. Dick's barbecue. Yeah. Whatever it is. Dick Dickies, meats. Dickies. No, yeah, Dickie's barbecue. Uh-huh. Something like that. Or or some some sort of nonsensical back in black bullshit. I mean I'm glad that A C D C is getting fucking paid a lot of money for it, but yeah. they they're just they're like Do you want to use our you want to use back in black for what? Tampons? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm looking at a picture of Steppenwolf. He doesn't look anything like the movie. No, the movie looked like a. He was. He looked like a CG like uh, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, burnt face. Yeah, he looked like burnt face Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's it's pissing me off because I, I feel like this See? far into the the movies that they're doing with DC that I feel like almost like I'm just constantly bickering on them and 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 i'm bitter and i'm and i'm complaining and all this shit and i I don't want to sound like that fucking guy but they're not helping it they're not helping it at all they're just they're making it worse and worse and worse yeah i i can shit out a fucking better movie than this this movie's watchable just like batman v superman was watchable but it's i dude i can't even fucking begin like batman v superman will come on yeah nope i changed the channel there's something about the director's cut that um, I I don't know why there's a fucking appeal to it that I I I I end up having to watch it every few months. I I don't know why. It's just because there's still the shitty in there. There's there's a ton of shitty, but there's also a ton of fucking cool that I I, I don't know. It just it it grabs me and then it fucking pushes me away. Grabs me, pushes me away. It's like a bad relationship. You know what I mean? It has the up and down. It's like a roller coaster. Um, and this movie this movie to me is it's kind of weird because Batman v v Superman. Was had better like overall moments in it, 
but this movie is like thoroughly more I don't know it, more stable even though it's not like story wise it's a little more stable than Batman v Superman but that's not saying much because there's still shitty writing yeah. you know well I'm I'm just trying to like history like Steppenwolf is the apocalyptic general a member of Dark Side's elite and the father of the half Amazon Fury um, Steppenwolf successfully managed to kill Earth 2's Wonder Woman and Superman during their last ditch attack against him and was defeated and pushed back after Batman sacrificed his life to send all of Steppenwolf's parademons through boom tubes. How did he kill Superman? Unless, because Superman is not affected by anything other than magic. Mm-hmm. So, unless Earth 2 Superman is different. I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. You know. It doesn't end up really mattering. It. Oh, and here's another well, thing. They're kind of different. <laughs> this thing. Then this really bugged me because I noticed it without even fucking realizing that I noticed it. Every time they showed Superman in this movie, there was something wrong about his face. Right. It was. It, it just something looked off. Like his face looked kind of like it looked like it was half CG and it, half real. If you didn't know that they were going to CG out his mustache, come on. You knew everything that that was going on with that. Okay. Let me fucking finish, goddammit. I told you after the movie was over. I said, I totally forgot about the mustache thing. So when I was watching the movie and I noticed that his face looked partially CG, it was fucking weird. And I didn't know why the hell it looked that way. It made no sense to me. And then all of a sudden I remembered the the mustache thing and then everything came, made sense. And I was just like, oh, God, it was fucking horrible. It's just funny because I, I brain farted the whole goddamn thing. So, but that's how bad it was, is that I could fucking see it. Now, you could say subconsciously, you know, I knew, I already remembered it, but I don't think so, okay? I just watched the movie and Superman shows up in the fucking past and then, so anyway, it it just, the mustache thing was fucking horrible. It was absolutely horrible. They spent $300 million on this movie. Three hundred million, And that's the best you can do? That was it, dude, that, 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 that mustache removal was just as shitty as the Paul Walker goodbye fucking scene in Furious 7 when he's smiling over at Vin Diesel you see how goddamn fake it looked and they spent millions and millions of dollars trying to make it look right no no what they should have done was just fucking shave the entire mustache off kept it whole (laughs) and then glued it back to his face when he went back to do the other obligation he had the, the, the contractual obligation how the fuck do you insure a mustache the fuck this, this world anyway um <laughs> i just look you know there there's the things that work with the movie you know i like the danny elfman score you know and how he implemented the original um john williams superman score into certain scenes and also the also his own personal um score that he did for for tim burton's batman um that was cool how they did he did that but it, it that may that helps to make the movie more watchable but it's still it's it, the whole fucking end thing with the third act was straight up a Sokovia ripoff from Avengers: Age of Ultron. You know, you know. Oh, hey, we got to show this Russian family, and and you know they're they're living in a fucking cabin, and and oh, you know, well, you know, something's gonna happen to them, right? Because it specifically focuses on them, right? This movie, to me, this movie feels like, and I know it's true, that there's like a four-hour fucking cut, and they cut a shitload of stuff out of it. And then they just they, they crammed all this stuff in, and and, and just went with it. Because from what also what I read was that this movie, um, the uh, DC said that this movie had to be two hours or less, 
with credits because people uh, because I guess there was a, a bunch of backlash about how long these movies had been or something you know how long Man of Steel was and how long BVS was so I was like Morty um, guess what when you when you cut this movie down you make it even worse than it probably was going to be you know because it felt like there was so much shit left out of it that this whole Justice League thing is rushed you know I re- look I remember a few years ago when we were talking about the Avengers and stuff and you're saying how when 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 uh, they they when DC is going to do Justice League, I remember you saying, "Don't do it like the Avengers." You you said, "Just start it off as the, as Justice League. Just start off and fucking do it." And you know what? Because of the way that they've approached this, that was probably a better idea. Because instead of copying what Marvel's doing that way and, and establishing all these characters ahead of time in the proper way and then doing it with the whole collaboration with you know their version is Justice League, right? Instead, just start them off as Justice League. And go from there. You know what? That might have fucking. You might have been right. You, that might have been better than, than. Than actually, no. That would have been better than how DC has been approaching this shit. DC doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. It seems like no, they don't, and it, it's fucking horrible. And ugh, it, fuck this movie, dude. I, I I'm giving this movie a lower rating than I, I I gave Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman, I believe I gave like a five out of ten. To me, it was a middle ground movie. This movie is worse because the expectations are a lot even are even higher. No, see, I, and that's where I disagree. Well, that's fine with you. I, I'm saying well, for me, this movie, I'm probably. That's gonna why end, I disagree. <laughs> this movie, I'm probably going to end up giving like a four because I mean, this is a better movie than Batman vs Superman simply for the reason that it, it's got a lot more action. It's got more humor. Yeah, yeah, somewhat more humor. Where especially like you know, like the whole. The th- like that fucking cheesy do you bleed and then he fucking reverses it and then you know throws throws Ben you know yeah throws Batman Batfleck to the ground and he's like uh, yeah I think something's bleeding yeah and then the fact that they kept Superman out of all the fucking marketing for this movie even though they already specifically said that ha- Cavill's gonna be in the movie just sans mustache mustache right right mustaches so what what's with all the fucking secrecy we all know that Superman's coming back in the movie right it's a waste of time, waste of everything. Yeah, it's they don't. It just feels like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like Time Warner just lets DC wander. Time Warner, here it is. Time wander. Time, yeah, DC is basically like a bunch of kids, like a bunch of five year old kids all hopped up on sugar. Yeah, that have gotten free of their parent leashes and are wandering around Disneyland. You know. Yeah. And just touching everything, and you know, not necessarily breaking stuff, but touching everything, yeah. and 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 messing things up for everybody else, and maybe putting their fingers in someone's ice cream and shit like that. Yeah, you know, just just rampaging through fucking Disneyland, yelling and screaming, you know, being kids and whatever, but <laughs> <coughs> still annoying, right? Yeah, and and you know, with no parental control or no parental supervision. That's that's what DC seems to me. Yeah. You know, just oh, we don't we don't really recognize you until, and they're not taking it seriously. That's the other thing. It just doesn't feel like they're taking this seriously. Like we've been hearing rumors of Ben Affleck walking walking away from the new Batman movie. There's fucking reasons for that. Like it's shit. Yeah. You know, not that Ben doesn't make shitty movies because he has, but again. If if you have your star saying I don't want to do this anymore, it's not because the bat suit is 
a pain in the ass to put on. Yeah, yeah. it's not because the bat suit's too tight or something. Yeah, it's it's there. There are other reasons, and it starts at the top. And it starts with Warner Brothers. You know, the 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 top guy at Warner Brothers and the producers of this movies and of these movies and Zack Snyder. You know, dude. You know what the best thing that could happen for DC is and Warner Brothers for Disney to fucking buy them too. No. <laughs> Can't get. Would it make anything worse? Yes. Yes, there's way too much going on there. <laughs> the comics and stuff. Why, like it's that. a fucking monopoly, dude. <laughs> it's just it's true, but <laughs> but again, it's it it's to the point. You know, um, even Joss Whedon couldn't save this movie. No. You know, and again, I'm not a fan of Joss Whedon. I like his stuff, but I'm not a fan of Joss Whedon. No. And um, just I I don't get this. I I don't get this at all. You know, I love DC. DC is my favorite fucking superhero world. That makes it that makes it suck even more for you is the fact that you want them to to be good. I want these movies to be fucking awesome. I do, but God, it just it's another attempt and fail, dude. It's almost like another hail mary, like a like a hail mary that just is not gonna go your way. It, it each film except Wonder Woman. That, that's it. Fuck this movie. I, Fuck this movie. I'm giving it a low rating. I, I am. Because I, I'm done with it. I'm done with them doing the same shit over and over again. I, I, yeah. No more of this fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, there's a simple fix to it, and it's right there in front of your noses, and they don't see it, and that's that. Yeah, it's the same and, thing. And for, for anybody that's a Zack Snyder apologist, why don't you go look at all of his previous movies? Sucker Punch, uh, you know. Gay Hole. Yeah. <laughs> 300. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians of Game. As much as we all love 300, The Watchmen, that was a that was a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah. You know? And then when he took over 300, he got into this fucking this Frank Miller style of doing stuff and instead of instead of doing different, he just kept along the same path. Yeah, fucking horrible, dude. I And and, and you can't be an apologist. This is not a good movie. It's not a terrible movie. <laughs> it's not a, but it's not a good movie. It's not anything that, dude. This is not even. It, Thor came out this year, and you're, and if anyone says that this movie's better than Thor, go have your fucking head examined. This movie's not better than Spider Man Homecoming. It's not better than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's not better than uh, oh, what 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 came out this year from Fox? Did Fox have anything this year? I don't think so. Yeah, there was no, there was no. Um, no X-Men. Oh, there's Logan. Fucking Logan. Yeah. You know, Logan was way better than... I mean, Logan's one of the best comic book movies of the year, you know, in its own way. So, yeah, this is the bottom. This is this is might as well be the Fantastic Four for this year, for 2017. And Green Lantern won't appear in any film before Justice League Part 2? Why? Because you want to put distance between that movie and... Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, come on. You have to. You have to. I was trying to find Rotten Tomatoes. There it is. So th- th- almost four out of ten like the movie. Oh, now it's up to 41%. Yeah, it's like 10% higher than BVS, man. Right? And just, I want to find a pointless flail of expensive CGI that no amount of tacked-on quips or even Godot's luminescent star power can rescue. Yeah, perfect. A C-grade B movie wherein all involved fully satisfy their contractual obligations. <laughs> I'm just... I see three stars. I'm not seeing any five stars. But still, three out of five, no. Super reviewer. 
We ought to start fucking posting all of our reviews. Here we go. Firstly, I don't understand what is wrong with the critics. Justice League was awesome. Loved everyone. Didn't mind the villain. In fact, I'm glad they didn't spend much time on him. Got to see more of the league. (coughs) I really didn't believe that the critics were biased initially, but now I'm finding hard to believe that they were not. Great action. Some great moments. The new guys are good. Needed more Aquaman. Fuck the reviews. It was a good. It was a great movie. Yeah. There, there's a review with with all the substance. A typical superhero movie. Didn't really enjoy it. A bit of a mess. Definitely a missed opportunity. Here it is. This movie was spectacular. The rotten. The idea of Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 37 percent is appalling. Finally, a movie that didn't revisit all the characters' origins, getting right to the storyline. Excellent dialogue. Story. What? It's a superhero film. Critical consensus completely misunderstanding the genre or our fake news. Uh, don't listen to the critics. I don't see how many people can say it was horrible. It's a terrible fucking... Oh, wow. Look at that one. Yeah. So uh, the best thing about the movie is the actors. They do very well. Unsurprisingly, the best character in this movie in all of DC is still Wonder Woman, which we've said. Don't let Zack Snyder film her anymore. Anytime he got a chance to position the camera right on her ass, he took it. I like her ass, but I don't need the camera to point it out to me. <laughs> I wasn't as high as everyone else on the Wonder Woman movie, but Gail Godot's gal, whatever. Uh, Wonder Woman needs to be the main focal point of this universe. My second favorite character here was Aquaman. For the first time, Aquaman seems cool and actually like the badass I think he should have. I wish they would stop doing that. I will never understand why Aquaman was never a Pacific Islander to begin with. They really got the perfect actor to portray this character. Whatever. That that makes absolutely no sense. Ben Affleck still doesn't feel like a true Batman, but it's close enough to where I can accept it. Cyborg was okay, but sometimes a little too flat. The Flash was portrayed pretty good as well, but the goofy writing kept him from being a really funny character. Uh, CG, art designs, and cinematography. Everyone except Wonder Woman's costume is just really average to bad. The worst being Cyborg. The overall CG in this movie is bad. I can tell there was a competent artist behind this, but art direction is just as bad. Okay, well, that's a repeat. All the colors were muddy, and even when you can tell they're trying to brighten things up, it feels washed out and like it's shot with bad lighting. The overall story is average, and while not as bad as other DC movies, it's still not as good as a Justice League movie should be. DC Warner Brothers needs to get away from Zack Snyder. If they want to have any type of future, then they need new direction. Otherwise, this universe will be nothing but average or less than. But with all that said, I still find the movie pretty okay. And if you're into superhero movies, then I say see it. It's a chill popcorn. Okay. I can get behind that review. You know why? That review tells me that this guy actually went and fucking saw the movie mm-hmm. and... His honest opinions were all that stuff. If you give it a five star, your flashes facial just blah 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 during the fight scene. If you watch the X Men movies, it's all the same shit. You know, in Age of Ultron, Kid Quick or whatever the fuck his name was, Quicksilver. Thank you, Quicksilver. <laughs> Kid Quick. Quicksilver did the same exact shit that he did in the X Men movies. Yeah, and then they do it again with the Flash in this movie. With yeah. him pointing at, you know, the one, sword. Yeah, the sword. sword. yeah. That's what I mean by this no substance thing. They don't do anything good they're or fun. Co- they're copying Marvel in the wrong way. You know what I mean? God, I mean, we're going to go round and round circles with the same shit on this movie, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't even think it's worth talking about anymore. It's not. Yeah, we got to get going. All right, so um, <laughs> movie's got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. What did we give it? That's a good question. I know what I gave it. I think I gave it a 14. But we both did 25. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That was Death Wish. You gave it a 45, and I gave it a 10. Okay. Then we're like meeting the middle. It's the, what, 37% right now? Yeah, you won. You're closer. Uh, yeah, it's whatever. 
We, I think no matter what, we all lose. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what I gave um, Batman vs Superman. I think I gave it a two or a three. Oh, and this wh- one I gave a four. What do you want to give Coco? Since that's going to be the next movie we'll, uh, we'll be seeing. I don't know. Let's do that right now. Um, it's Pixar, dude, and it's and it's it's you know it's going to have that racial. Uh, uh, sensitivity thing going on for whatever right so it's only got racial sensitivity if you bring up racial sensitivity no seriously yeah it's it's only gonna have that if if we bring it up (laughs) sure Sure. okay um it's pixar dude i i i'm gonna say an 80 80 yeah i don't know that's a good one i'm going with this one uh death wish isn't out until next march so after Coco, we have something, and then we have Star Wars. Yeah, maybe the Disaster Artist, maybe. So I'm still giving Disaster Artist a nine. Hmm. So yeah, that's all we got for this. <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> I hope you uh, you guys stayed around to bear with us on that one. <laughs> all right. Um, hopefully, you found that this episode was full of plenty of uh, substance. So. For a couple of average Joe's Cinescape movie reviews, I am Joe Spiegel. All right, shout out All right, we'll catch y'all again on Flippy. All right. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at a couple of average Joe's.com and please make sure that you leave a comment and share the podcast. That would be awesome.